ignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Let us do better for the Lord. Let's shout hallelujah. And let's slap our hands together. Amen. This morning, can God depend on you? It's a question I'm asking myself and I'm asking you too. There are so many lost out there, but can he depend on you to go out? And this morning, join me, make a promise to God to go out there. Amen. to do oh, 
we want to speak your name. I will never, never be ashamed. Oh, I know you need somebody. Yeah, I know you need somebody. Oh, you've got to have somebody. Lord, you can depend on me. The harvest is ripe, Lord. But the labors of you, oh, we make you this promise right now. We'll do what you want us to do. Oh, we want to speak your name. We'll never be ashamed. I know you need somebody, Lord. I know you need somebody, Lord. I know you need somebody, yeah. I know you need somebody, Lord. You've got to have somebody, Lord. You can depend on me. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Let's give an even bigger hand clap to the choir. For the choir. For the wonderful performance today. It's beautiful. They look very nice. Colorful. And that same color enters your life. Any black and white aspect of your life is receiving rich colors in Jesus' name. I wonder if you think the house of God must also be nice. May everything about you be nice in Jesus' name. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we ask that you speak to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may please be seated. This week is also Victory Service Week. Uh, not, well, it will eventually affect the entire church. I'm having a series of meetings with all the shepherds and the zonal leaders, making changes and all the things, bringing new people on board. Those who don't, when I look at your performance, it's sloppy. I just slap you. And uh, so we are going to experience new leadership in the victory service. And uh, I believe that it's going to be beautiful. The church must be very powerful. We must not tolerate people who joke with the privilege they are given to serve God. Amen. So I'll give some shepherds six months, some eight months, some three months to go and read some scriptures and then come back if they are really serious about serving God. And uh, we are here building the church. This is our work. Even though the church doesn't pay us, this is our work. It's a great blessing. And uh, this morning, I'm continuing with a series I began to share on the mega church. Hallelujah. 
why you should be involved in building the mega church. Why you should be a part of what we are doing. There are 25 reasons why you must join as to build the church. It's very important for you to know that even coming to church is a privilege. Not everybody can find their way to church. You see church signboards everywhere. But it is not easy to find a church. It's not easy to enter a church. And it's, it's, it, it is something I want you to know this morning. That it's a great privilege for you to be in church. God must think highly of you to select you to come to church. Beyond coming to church. It is the will of God that you join in the building of the church. The church is made up of two types of buildings. There is a physical building like what we have here, a physical building. Is being built. Yes, see. That is one building. This is not a lecture hall. This is not a social center. This is church. This building is a church building. And it's the physical building. Then there is also a spiritual building. All of us who came here eight years ago, five years ago, four years ago, unfortunately, you don't, we don't need you anymore. I mean, your chance or your opportunity to join to build the physical building is over. If, if you had come early, perhaps you would have been the one to lay the tiles. But unfortunately, somebody bought the tiles and laid it for us. Free. Free of charge. We don't we have a carpet on the stage. Yeah, the carpet we have doors. We have lights. So unfortunately, you are late. You can't join us to build the church. The physical building. But fortunately, and so the church is not only made up of a physical building. The church is made up of a spiritual building as well. Yes, First Peter says that we have been built a spiritual house. 
we are lively stones built and spiritual house. There are two types of stones. The physical stones which were used to build the church. And then the spiritual stones. First Peter 2 5. It says, Ye also as lively stones. That is living stones. So every church has two types of stones. Dead stones for the physical building and living stones. Stones for the spiritual building. As living stones, you are also built up a spiritual house. And holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices. So, so, so you may be in a church whose building is physically complete. Has air conditioning in the physical building. Has windows in the physical building. Has doors in the physical building. But spiritually, the house has no windows. Physically, there may be spiritual uh, physical doors. But spiritually, there may be no doors. In the spirit, the spiritual church may have no tiles on the floor. Because the material used to build the spiritual house is the human beings. Maybe the person who should become the spiritual window is not yet in the church. That's why I'm sharing with you reasons why you should join us to build. And I said with you two weeks ago that the first reason is that it is the most appropriate vision for any church member. If you are in church, you belong to a church, you must have a vision. Your vision should not be that you have come here to look for a, a woman to marry. Or you are looking for a business partner. I mean, if I were doing business and I was in a church, like, I mean, the church is, is, a, is a ready field for business. If you are in the church properly, you will know people. But the vision a Christian must have should not be to develop your business through the church. Your vision, the, the most appropriate vision for a church member should be to join to build the church. There is no vision that is higher than this vision. When you, if you are in a church and your, your plan is not to 
join to build the church, any other plan you have is no plan. Those who are behind the video cameras playing the keyboard, uh, doing sound, access, and so on, they are they have joined to build the church. The choristers, they have joined to build the church. Remember that the church also has got spiritual stones who are human beings. When a choir sings nicely, they refresh the spiritual stones. They want to stay. I was attending a church many years ago. I, I went to the church because of the choir. Action, actually. Action. So for se said ya nyontofue ato nyomu kama kame omu ya humu humu abo esan se nyomu no mutu ya no e kenya wu humu humu eno anuwa suwa kwa asafubi sentu wa dekwa ya nese anyontofue no tu nyomu mani kenya na what attracted me to action those days was the voices of triumph adia ose e chenu kwa asafunumu eye anyontofue no what do you sit in the church and they sing one song you will come back what's na asafunumu no mutu nyomba kobe saba so whatever you are doing, whatever you are, you, you are contributing to building the church with, with spiritual lives. So make it your vision. Add it to your plans. That you will not just be somebody who comes to church and goes. Which takes us to the second point I shared with you. That it will lead you along a spiritual journey. Of spiritual growth. There is something called growing up spiritually. Christians must grow. You don't just remain the way you are. You must grow spiritually. And one of the ways to grow spiritually is to join in the building of the work of God. You learn so much. You enter into spiritual relationships. You come close to the word of God. Because the word of God is connected to the word of God. And as you join, you hear something, one thing or the other. These people who are behind the video cameras here, some of them would not have even come to church this morning. This one looks like an armed robber. If you, had, if you had not been in church, perhaps you'd have been an armed robber. I'm serious. I'm serious. You may be the one laughing. Had it not been for church, this, this, this guy would be like some drunkard. I don't know whether he's still a drunkard or a former drunkard. You know. But because he has joined the photography team, he has to be in church. He has to be in church. The video camera has brought him to church. Like me, when I woke up today, I didn't feel like going to church. I'm also just like you. 
I also wake up some Sunday. I don't feel like going to church. But I feel like going or I don't feel like going, something I'm doing in the church draws me to church. Some of you are in church today. You are here because you wanted to come. If you don't feel like coming next week, you won't come. But the chorister, if you don't feel like coming, you will come. And when you come, you hear the word of God. These video guys are hearing the word of God. And every word you hear changes you. So when you join to build the, the, the church, you develop spiritually without knowing. But when you are cut off, some of you, all you do in the church is just to come to church on Sundays. Shame on you. Oh, when you that's not a Christian. When the Christian can you say you love God and you don't love his house? And when you love somebody, you want to be in that when I was when I was chasing my wife. I mean, I mean what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Every day. And she lived on the fourth floor of a house. I, I clung. You love somebody, you want to be in the person's house. Anybody in the church I like, I've been to your house before. So for you not to like the church, to, to want to be in the house of God, that as a Christian, or, I mean, you, you come to church only once. A week on a Sunday, I doubt that you really have God at the front of your life. And all of us are like that. All of us. If you have been left, you, you put that you come every Sunday. I'm sure I would have come to church once once a month. We are all not correct. The fact that I'm preaching doesn't mean I'm more correct than you. No, no, no. We are all somewhere. By reason of what we have gone to join, we look spiritual and we become spiritual. Just by joining something. It leads you on a journey of spiritual growth. Yes. Hmm. And then I told you that one reason why you must join us to build the church, join us to build the church, is that you connect your life to something whose future is sure. I'll say it again. When you join us to build the church, you have connected your life. You come for rehearsals, ashes are having a meeting, follow up people are working. You, you join your life to something that is sure. Has a, has a sure prophetic destiny. 
sa wodi uhura nyankopon adwuma ye no mu a wodi wabrabo na abata ade a ne daachin etintim mummy where you work i can't guarantee that it will be there in 2 years time they are selling us baby so for us want to mean chere they are selling they sell you with everybody everything is everybody so for us want to mean chere say mfie mie no ntem no no da ye adwuma wo ho a lot of things you can't be sure the future future of your business I can't guarantee it but the future of the church is guaranteed though the beginning was small the latter end shall greatly increase all it takes is one government Determined to collapse your business, to collapse it. Just one foolish policy will collapse your business. One government that wants to do something, oh, they will collapse your business yesterday. Do you know how many emperors, how many kings, how many great people have tried to destroy the church? But the church is a mountain at the top of mountains. The church you are seeing. Kings have tried to finish the church. The emperors, the Caesars, the Herods. Clean, remove them, remove those infidels. But the more they attack the church, the bigger and more glorious the church grew. You have just come. Read some history. So when you join to build the church, you have joined something that has a sure destiny. I'll give you something today, number four. One reason, another reason why you must join us to build the church is that many Christians are deceived into thinking that the work has been done. When you come and you see the building completed, you may think the church, there's nothing to do. But the building is just one aspect. How about the spiritual building? Many people think that the work has been done or, 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 or only a special group of people must build the church. Like to, to do the work of God you must be a special prophet or apostle or a reverend or something. You must be special. Ladies and gentlemen, it takes special people. I agree with you. It's only special people do the work of God. And the last time I checked, you were also a special person. To be washed by the blood of Jesus makes you special. 
ebi a watimba chose ni pakuwa surunkubi, ebi a difo penimbi, anasa shuma fo penimbi, ane sofo si adano che ya usanche ebiom, sani panu kuono, wonso wakamu, esanza se Yesu Kristo maja huru mwa, wonso obeya surunku. Listen to me carefully. The work has not been done. The work has not been done. If God opens your eyes, you will discover that the spiritual bread of life cathedral has no roofing sheets. You will be surprised that the spiritual bread of life cathedral has no doors. Announcement. The work is not done. The work is not done. It's not finished. It's not finished. And you are a special you can help. You can help. The spiritual house is not finished. The one one of the doors is a, a is somebody who this morning is asleep because he was drunk last night. He's, he's a door. Yes. There was a Sunday morning that Reverend Michael was asleep in his house. He had drunk Akpeteshi and Sodabi fully, totally dozed and dazed. But somebody witnessed to him. And when he entered the church, he became a door to a church like this. He's not the only one outside who has come in. Somebody outside must come in. Announcement. The spiritual house. It's an uncompleted house. Don't be deceived. Second Chronicles 29 and verse 34. It says, But the priests were too few. So that they could not flay all the animals that had been brought for a burnt offering. Wherefore, their brethren, the Levites, who were not priests, their brethren, the Levites, did help them until the work was completed. The real priests are too few. The real reverends and pastors are too few. We need Levites in the house of God to rise up and help. They did help them till the work was ended. And do you know when the work is ending? When Jesus comes. And until the other priests had sanctified themselves. For the Levites were more upright in heart to sanctify themselves than the priests. Yes. 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 
The ordinary people were even more anointed than the pastors. The people who are wearing collar and call themselves priests, you'll be surprised that you cry, you can do more than the pastors. They were more, the ordinary Levites were more upright. Some of you, someone sitting at the back there, if only you would join, you would discover that you can do even more than a zonal leader somewhere. That is why you must be very careful. Never to watch television and criticize a pastor you see on television. Never to sit in church and criticize a pastor like how I preach. My English is not good. Or I don't like. I don't stand in one place. We have used money to make a pulpit. Meanwhile, moving up and down. Then what is the use of the pulpit? Be very careful when you sit there and criticize a pastor preaching because the people who must stand, who know how to stand behind the pulpit are not joining us. So those who don't know how to stand behind the pulpit are those who are preaching. The people with good English, they are in the banks. It's only the key prophets who do say, close your eyes. They are those preaching. Yes. You are an engineer, we're more upright. If you would rise up to join us to build the church, you'd be surprised the difference you would make. Or say, but, not Levi for but, but, but while we are talking about it, I'm just telling you that. Be very careful. When you are watching television, you see a pastor somewhere, especially a pastor that there's some news about him. Something in the, te- on, or in the newspapers that a pastor has gone to sleep with somebody or has stolen church money. Be, be very careful. As you are talking, because a curse is coming on you, your children, and your grandchildren. <laughs> I'm telling you, because the people who don't sleep with church members are in the banks. Yes. Yes. The morally upright people are in parliament. A lot of parliamentarians are pastors. Anybody who, who is a politician has a call to minister to people. And a lot of pastors who backslide feel that they are politicians. One day I met a politician speaking. I said, why am I a pastor? Why am I a pastor? A good man. Good English. The arrangement of his thoughts precise, concise, orderly. But they will not direct the... But I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm a medical doctor. I'm not a priest. <laughs> I went to medical school for seven years for my basic education and did another five years to specialize. Twelve years in the university. That's me. <laughs> I'm not a priest. I'm not a priest. But when I sat in the church, 
I realized that no, the way the church is going, I need to help. If I don't help, my pastor will be tired. That's why you see me today preaching to you. I'm a medical doctor. I'm not a whatever. What? So for so no, it's not way. Okay, doctor, forty tipia. If you ever go, I could do me a new. The work hasn't been ended. The work, more laborers are needed. The laborers are few. So, so when you sit there and you are criticizing shepherds that they don't speak good English or he doesn't have a good Bible or some type of risk type of ruffians are shepherds. Be very careful. You are inviting a curse because the people who must do it, who the Bible says are even more upright, more morally, they don't steal money, they don't sleep with women, they don't, they, they are the people who are in town eating on mutual on Sunday morning. Truth. And the ministry has been left. People like me are very few. We are like one percent in the pastors like me in the world. One or 0.5 percent pastors with the type of education I have, who are now pastors. You don't find three or five in a country. I'm telling you. So for most pastors are school dropouts, cannot get any employment, they didn't go to school, don't have, they are not any proper people, they can't find, a lot of pastors are pastors because they could not find a job. I'm telling you. But so, what should God do? If the engineers and the lawyers and the doctors will not do it, he must take people who cannot speak English because the way he says even stones, stones shall sink. Have you drank soda before? He's a drunkard sitting here. But he's the one God is using. But tomorrow you see your tire, your air-conditioned car, going to open a vault or going to check some balance some accounts. The Levites, but thank God, in the time of 2 Chronicles 29, the Levites rose up and said, Charlie, we will not sit down for three reverends to build a thousand-member church. We will not sit down for two pastors, seven lady pastors. Chobay, we will do it. Chobay. Chobay. That's the song the choir sang. We will do it. We will join. We will join. Because the priests are few. And even the few, many of them are not correct people. That's what, no, it's here. So the, for the Levites, the ordinary people in the church were more upright in their hearts. Levi for no sorry, yeah. I can say, yeah, but I saw for you. Yes, I saw for me and it's as a for man, zombie. And see, I saw for no. Yes, so you're best sorry. Stand to your feet and let's close. Lift your two hands. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I want to serve you. The work has not been done. Lord, my little will help. 
Nobody has a lot to give. Everybody has little. Your best is just five loaves. If you are not careful, you will rubbish your five loaves. But that is what is being used to feed 5,000. Lift your hands and pray to God and say, Lord, use me. Use me, Lord. It's my day. Use me, Lord. My sister. My brother. A prophet is speaking. Don't stand there folding your arms. Don't pretend what I'm talking about does not concern you. When the church service ends, go to the information desk. You will get the phone number of a, of, of, of a home cell in your area. Join. Go to the back, the information desk at the back. They will, they will tell you which home cell you can join. Yes. Yes. God has designed these things as a way of escape from demons chasing us to destroy us. Lift your hands and pray. Lord, use me. Lord, use me. I want to serve you. Thank you. I want to, I want to serve you. 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 Every eye closed, every head bowed. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You are here, you want to say, Pastor, I'm not born again. I want to give my life to Christ today. I want to take that. I'm not a thief. I'm not an armed robber. I'm not a drunkard. I'm, I'm a normal person. But I, I, I know that if I die right now, I'm going to hell. Pastor, please pray for me. So for Bompire, my me any papa, and so yes, to Christo, and you make me my brabono, and yes, and a pair Bompire, mammy, and I'm in for my brabono in Sarah. Then, if you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life, lift your hand wherever you are. Yes, you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to be born again today. Yes, every day is somebody's birthday today can be your birthday as well. Yes. If your hand is up, come to me in front here. Come. Come to me here. Just come. You want to be born again? Come. Yes. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Clap your hands for them. Wherever you are, you want to be born again. Yes. Ten and face me. Thank you. Lift your two hands and say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, today, today, I come to you. I come to you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I declare. I declare that I am a sinner. That I am a sinner. I am dirty. I am dirty. Please wash me. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse with the blood of Jesus. I am born again. I'm born again. I am born again. I'm born again. From today. From today. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'll serve Jesus. I'll serve Jesus. I'll follow Jesus. I'll follow Jesus. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.